federal government rushed out a $1 billion aid package to help fight against the spiraling crisis. I'm joined now by a reporter who wrote that story for the Toronto Star. He's a fellow Kamloopsian living in Ottawa, writing for those national political topics. It is Alex Ballingall. Alex, thank you so much for taking the time. No worries. How's it going, Jeff? It's doing all right. It's doing all right. How are things going in Ottawa right now? Are things getting a little crazy down there or what? Extremely busy times. We've just found out that the Prime Minister himself, the pandemic, has, has hit his own home, where his wife is being tested for the virus and that he is he's canceled this week's first minister summit it's going to be over the phone now and uh, he is now working from home awaiting whether to hear whether or not his wife has the virus mm-hmm. so it's uh, it's and it's getting uh, it's it's sort of hitting the the top level of political leaders now yeah and and you know this i think goes to show when talking about uh, the fact that his wife did come back just recently from a speaking engagement in the uk um uh, i think it speaks to uh, i mean i don't think many people need to be told but uh, travel is maybe not the best thing that you should be doing right now um so you you were out covering the the, the release of this one billion dollar uh, f- uh fund that was announced by the federal government yesterday um you know just when you were in that room or when you were looking at that conference i mean sort of what was the mood like among those that were there i mean when when he's when, when justin trudeau's up there talking about the fund itself and when why all these supports are needed i mean does it feel like doom and gloom i think they are really trying to project uh, calm and and uh, confidence that while this is a serious situation, um, th- they're trying to project that Canada is well prepared. We have a strong health care system. We have measures put in place uh, in response to the SARS outbreak in 2003, like the creation of the public health agency, um, the chief public health officer uh, sort of guiding the government's response and guiding how we screen for this and what we do. Um, so, so I think that their goal in, in you know, standing up there as sort of this, this contingent of, of top ministers is to project calm and to reassure people that while this is serious, if we all work together to, you know, um, social distance, wash our hands, cough into our elbows, stay at home if we feel sick, then that, that, that we can um, weather the, the storm uh, in the best way possible. I mean, we saw also yesterday, we saw the the address from President Donald Trump, who, um, you know, seems to, you know, his, his message is a lot of uh, bragging about all the stuff that he's done and why the his response has been so great to date. And, um, you know, and that uh, the U.S. is going to power through this. It's, it feels a little bit different than, than the message that's coming here uh, from our political leaders in Canada. Um, you know, the, a lot more of we're, you know, ready and prepared to deal with this as opposed to bragging about all the things that have been done to date. Um, uh, just curious, you know, from that perspective, you know, when 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 Trudeau's talking about rolling out these dollars, it's it's really seems like he like you had mentioned. I mean, it's trying to calm the people as opposed to to to, to stir anything up. But when you look at some of the reaction from the opposition, you know, from the conservatives, there seems to still be some some partisan politics being played here. Um, so, you know, I'm just curious what you're seeing from kind of the other side of the room as well. I mean, are are you seeing some? Um, some fearful message, fear-mongering being stirred up at all from the opposition in this case, too? Uh, I think the liberals would say that, 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 that yes, there is. I mean, there's been some talk of, of, uh, of uh, you know, beefing up screening at the borders and, and it, thinking about more travel restrictions, um, which the liberals, their response to that is, you know, uh, we're following the advice of the public health professionals and, and the, the public health experts and that, you know, if they advised us to do that, we would, but that, that, uh, 
it hasn't got to that point yet, in their opinion. I know other countries are doing, obviously with Trump last night, uh, sort of a, an extreme measure compared to what, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that the, the, it's interesting yesterday in question period, like uh, the conservatives uh, have sort of latched onto the economic side of this in a sense, that looking at uh, how we've seen the markets tank and tying that uh, you know, I guess they're trying to tie that in people's minds to uh, things like the troubled oil and gas industry in Alberta and how, uh, you know, the government has driven up the deficit. And, and so there's, there might not be room for them to stimulate the economy in this, in this seeming uh, period of downturn. Um, so there was a bit of that as well. Yeah, and, and um, you know, the clear message, I think, from, from both sides, too, is, is just talking about how people are going to get through their lives if if they are in fact you know stuck in quarantine you know part of that 500 million um you know half of half the one billion dollars at least part of that chunk is to um you know help mitigate any concerns that might come from people having to quarantine themselves um, and, and miss some work so clearly that's the most important thing for a lot of people right now is what happens if i do feel sick and i can't afford to take a day off work well the government's clearly trying to ease those concerns right now um as well uh, you know Alex, you're a reporter, and, and one of the crazy stories that came out yesterday um, was uh, with Rudy Gobert here from the Utah Jazz and what that's done to the NBA. And I just want to ask you this because, you know, I don't know if you've seen the video, but, you know, I think it was a day or, or two days prior to him getting tested positive for the COVID-19 virus yesterday. Uh, you know, he was in a media scrum, and uh, as a joke, he was, you know, when he was going to leave the scrum, he went and actually touched every microphone that was up on the podium. You know, as you, when you're kind of... <laughs> doing these kind of scrums and are in areas with a lot of different people with you don't know where they have been. Do you have any concern? I mean, especially as an international, or sorry, a national um, reporter, I mean, you don't know necessarily where some of these people are coming from that you are around. Yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, I mean, you're freaking me out. No, no. <laughs> uh, no you do, you do have, have those thoughts. I know, you, like, going into the, the parliament buildings every day, you know, there's, 338 MPs, there's, you know, multiply that by however many staffers are walking around with them, journalists, um, security personnel, um, visiting dignitaries, people just flowing through, like cafeteria staff. Um, so, you know, you look at the, all the banisters and doorknobs all over that building and you do think that there's a lot of people, you know, coming from all over the country into this mm-hmm. one sort of hot spot. So, so, so I have had some thoughts about, you know, um, if, if uh, yeah, the what if, if what could happen? Yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, it does cross your mind. But uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to do your job and and follow the advice of uh, you know the healthcare professionals who are saying uh, you know keep your hands clean uh, mm-hmm. and stay at home if you feel sick. And and uh, you, I guess at some level, you just got to trust that and hope for the best. Right on. Uh, what are you working on here today? Today, it's uh, looking at uh, well, I guess this this uh, sort of this bombshell breaking news about the prime minister and then and then also um uh looking at the effect of this on indigenous communities and and their preparedness um you know where where there's already overcrowded housing um sort of infrastructure right. gaps in terms of health care um so just looking at that perfect well thank you so much for taking the time to come on alex really appreciate it you're always up to some some good work so i'll look forward to reading that next piece as well so thanks so much for coming on really appreciate it and uh yeah speak into your uh, hometown here of Kamloops. we love it I love it, too. Thanks so much, Jeff. (laughs) Right on. That was Alex Ballingall, Toronto Star reporter, based in Ottawa. Of course, he is from right here in Kamloops.